On this week's episode, I have my very good friend here, Jade. We talk about what it's like going from being your own independent adult to moving back in with your parents. Jade and I are both living with our parents at the moment, so we thought this would be a fun episode to talk about what the hell happens while you live with your parents because it's awkward and also maybe fun. Yeah, um, at, I feel like at this point in your 20s also, um, reaching the end of our 20s, right? We're like midway through, mm-hmm. so it's a different you know, level living with your parents than it would be at, like, 21. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because we've, like, been away from home. Yeah. For a while, so, like, I haven't lived at home for, like, almost nine years, probably. Same. Since I was, like, initially kicked out at 17, (laughs) so... So it's been, yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a hot sec. Yeah, it would be... It's, like, weird to go from having your whole own adult life to then being like, okay, now I have to live with my parents uh-huh. and what that does. Yeah. I think it's weird. How long have you been living there? Huh? I moved in there, uh, I think March of this year. Maybe it was May. March or May. So pretty I feel pretty like recently. it was May because I moved in here in... Yeah, I think it was May. It was May for sure. Yeah. it was before summer. So it's been a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Have you found yourself living like a certain age or like falling back into the role of like a kid? Definitely. I have felt that a lot recently. Like, I, it's really weird. I feel like sometimes it just throws me back to being like a teenager again. Yeah. Almost. I feel like 17. Yeah. I think is pretty much. That I'm 17 at. or 18. Yeah. I would say. But it's, like, the dynamic is so much different. My mom and how she interacts with me, like, she treats me as my own adult person, which is completely different than, obviously, being 17 or 18. Yeah. So it's, like, but I still, it's hard not to feel that way, being in your parents' household. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have, like, a curfew? Or do you have to, like, do you feel like you have to, like, tell them who you're with or where you're going or anything? Yeah, I feel like I do have to check in. With my mom. too. But I'm also so open with her about my, like, you know. It's your mom and your stepdad, right? Yeah, my 12-year-old sister. And your sister? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. What's it like living with your sister? I love it, honestly. I feel like I, it's hard to remember her as a little baby because I was being a crazy, goofy, fucked up teenager. (laughs) And so I kind of don't have a ton of memories of her being super little. So now it's like I'm more present. Yeah, she's like 12. That's like a really big age. And she's still like obsessed with me. She's still at that age. So it's honestly, I love it. It's like having a little best friend. And she's just like always so cheerful and goofy. And it's just, it's really, it's, it's cute. Yeah, dude. But like going back into those roles. It brings up so much shit. I was going to say like, it's. At least for me, living with my parents, like, I didn't really know what to expect as far as, like, how we were going to live together. And then it was, like, my mom just automatically assumed the role of still being mom. She, like, makes all the food. Like, it's weird now if she doesn't make me a meal. Like, Uh I'm like, excuse. You're like, Like, hello. Are you here? Yeah. I'm like, you didn't, like, make me dinner. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to eat? Or my chopped liver. (laughs) She's like, you're an adult. I'm like, well... 
but you set the tone mom yeah exactly <laughs> just saying and it's like really strange because i feel like text them when i'm like gonna be out late uh-huh or like even my dad called me the other day when i was on my way somewhere and he was like oh who are you going to meet and i was like why like why what do you, you need like to, to know? know like i'm <laughs> like if i tell you you're gonna be all like weird and like ask all these questions and yeah. like it makes me feel very teenage like totally like your question like you don't trust me or something yeah. it's like i'm an adult you know and i've been doing this like and they're so been on your own for quite some time now yeah i'm like i know how to adult yeah sort of i think i was doing okay totally i was paying rent yeah i mean that's one thing that kind of makes me nervous is like transitioning out of living with my family into having my own space again because it's like so different you have to kind of relearn how to be your own parent that's how i feel dude you know like they're like really pushing me to buy this house and do all this stuff even though like the market's shit and like whatever but they're like we're trying to do what's best for you and i'm like now i'm scared to go back out there because i don't remember what it's like to have to pay rent and like Cause you don't pay rent, do you? I do, yeah. Oh, you pay rent uh-huh. there. Oh, see, I don't. So that's gonna be a big shift for me. I know it's kind of annoying too. I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like it, it would like... help me so much if I could just not. I like asked my parents to do that. Like I was like, can I do something? Cause it makes me feel weird not to. Yeah. Cause there is that, you know. I feel like it goes back to the whole stigma that is so prevalent in our society about living with your parents. Yeah, and... I saw something the other day that was like, would you date someone who lived with That's... their parents? Like a poll like I that? I mean, when I go on dates, I just went on a first date last week and I was like, I still let my parents because I went back. And then you have to say all these like reasons why you're there to justify, you know, Because you're their like, judgment. I don't want to look like lame or totally. like a failure that yeah. I couldn't do it on my own. Yeah. And it's like, well, I was never given help financially growing up. Like I was on my own from a very young age forcefully and had to figure a lot of shit out on my own with no help or contact so now that I have the opportunity to like yeah save some money and be able to focus on like my long-term goals and have like the support and the space to kind of do that for a little bit like I don't see why that is such why that should be looked down yeah but it totally is and even like before now if I like went out with somebody met up with someone and they said that they lived with their parents like I was like ugh. yeah I know I was like you you're so lame I was like yeah especially with guys Uh (laughs) I was gonna say you know what's funny is like my dad lived with his mom for a long long ass time really like way into his 30s still and his brother also lived with his yeah they were big mama boys so that is a low-key a fear of mine and so then i think back to that and i'm like oh god that's also like yeah a fear of mine too like i'm like wait i don't want to be stuck here i don't want to be dependent i don't want to be too comfortable totally like i'm like as comfy and nice as this is and i like so have so much gratitude for them i'm like i don't want to get too comfortable no I want to leave the nest. I want to do my own thing. <laughs> yeah. Shit's expensive. Like, if we go back to, like, student debt and um, loans and just, like, being in your 20s and, like... Just being alive is Being expensive. alive. Inflation 
fucked yeah. my ass, it's dude. It's shitting on everyone. I'm like, god damn, at least gas is finally under $4 a gallon, but... I'm like, dude, even... I went to the grocery store grocery the other shopping. day, I spent like $30 on fruit. Yeah. I was like, I got what? literally probably the bare minimum, and it was like $90, and I was like... <laughs> I went for the deals and the sales. Dude, I <laughs> And like to even pay rent by yourself at this point, if you want to live in a place that isn't like a fucking Dude, hole and ridiculous. is more than 400 square feet, it is so expensive. It's Which is why like they're pushing me to buy a house. Because I'm like, I don't want to pay $1,800 for a fucking studio apartment. Totally. This is ridiculous. And, and they're like, yeah, why don't you just buy a house? Because I mean, you're investing too, you know? I know. And it's like, I feel like it's a good age to have an asset would be like having a house. I mean, I guess we're, this is like the adult thing to do. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. And I don't want to live with like five other people again. No. Like it was fun and like it had so many pluses to it, but even houses that have like four or five people in them you're still paying like a thousand dollars a month for a tiny space for like a and closet of a bedroom cleaning with all these fucking people and you're still paying and... for utilities on top of it like yeah. it's just ridiculous it's... you feel that you've definitely like slipped back into a certain like age or acting like with totally. within certain areas have you had any like big fallouts as far as that goes when i was a teenager i used to act out a lot and then it would cause like big arguments with my parents and that hasn't happened recently but like when i very first moved in there was definitely like incidences where i was like i'm being a rebel teenager and you guys are being too much of parents and so we would like get into arguments i get that yeah, yeah. has that happened at all um so for me it's like you know they ask hey will you um just make sure you like it's just like the little house shit that I like don't think of because Is it like, like chores. Kind of, yeah. It's like take the trash out or like if something's full and then I put like something in the recycling <clears throat> when it was already full, just on top of it. And then he's like, Why didn't you just take the whole thing out? I'm like, Well it was already full. So I didn't know, like, why didn't that person take the whole thing out? You know? So, I don't know, some shit just slips my mind, and then it's like, my stepdad is OCD, too. So, he's constantly, like, moving my shit around, and, like, it's just so annoying. I'm like, dude. Don't touch my shit. So, it creates these little micro, like, aggressions, almost. Mm. But, which is, you know, triggering to being a teenager, because it was very prevalent when I was a teenager. Like, not loading the dishwasher the correct way, and, like, getting yelled at, and all this shit. That doesn't happen anymore i'm just like okay yeah i'm sorry yeah definitely i'll make sure i do that you're like yeah. i don't have the energy to argue yeah exactly you. i don't yeah. and i'm like okay yeah for sure you get it like yeah. i don't want to i don't have the energy to argue or fight yeah over this stuff <laughs> you're like okay so i'll just i'll do better <laughs> sorry <laughs> so like it can build like weird tension mm -hmm. like i felt that a couple times never know if i'm supposed to address it or not, because I want to be, like, respectful of their space. Yeah. And, like, whatever they're feeling. And my parents are very much, like, not wanting... They're not, like, confrontational people. So I'm like, am I supposed to, like, say something about how weird you're fucking being? Yeah. Or, like, God. are we just letting the tension I, just dissolve eventually? I totally know what you mean. 
Because I feel like that tension with my stepdad, especially too, is like, but I don't ever bring it up. I'm just like, yeah. And then I'll just smile and just act like, yeah. I'm like, if you have something to say, you'll let me know, you know? Because like, I mean, you're, I feel like more of a laid back person than I am. When I've talked to them about it, because I wanted to know, like, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I doing? And I told them, I was like, will you tell me if I'm like doing things that bother you guys because i mean and i wonder if it's different because like you are paying rent and that's different and that's why i wanted to pay rent because i wanted to also have some sort of like meaning behind me living here and without that i feel like it's their house yeah i don't have much say and i shouldn't say much Mm -hmm. because it's their house and it's their home it's their life yeah you know I feel like being an adult or with your family, it's like you're teaching them a lot as well, you know, like Oh dude. How to talk and how to communicate. Do you like, feel like especially... you're doing that? Mm-hmm. Like at home, like yeah. you're like, teaching them how to be more like modern. Totally Yeah. <laughs> all the time. I'm it's like always old. telling my mom this all the new slang and she's like, What? And I'm like, Mom, you've never heard this term, bussin'? She's like, what? Bussin'. Oh, bussin'. <laughs> I have to correct my dad a lot, I've noticed. Really? He, like, says things that I'm just like, oh, nope, that's not allowed. Oh, God, my dad. Anymore. Oh, I'm like, please don't My stepdad that. will say some pretty, like, uh, what's the word? Misogynistic shit sometimes, or maybe, like, slightly racial shit, and I'm just like, hmm... But, you know, I don't even start that fight with him because I don't think he has the capacity to see where I'm, what I'm seeing. So That's kind of a bummer. And it's, like, very slight, you know, but, I mean. Those microaggressions. And there are times where I do say something, like, that's not cool, you know. Yeah. And I do assert my viewpoint, and I think that they hear it. So that's what's nice, too, is, like, now... You can assert assert your viewpoint and you're taken a little bit more seriously than you were, you know, as their actual child. How how old are your parents? My parents are honestly pretty young. They're my mom's like 45, 46. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yep. That's the reaction I, I get often. Oh my god. <laughs> but growing up, like all of my friends' parents were like twice that. Not twice that. That would Damn. be like eighty. But they, all my parents growing, or friends' parents growing up were like. I apologize for my big reaction, but like, damn. I don't know how she fucking did it, dude. So then, sometimes I'm just like, damn, what am I doing? Because you, know? you are like good human. So like, props to your mom. Yeah, but it, oh, this is like another thing. But you know, my mom putting herself through school and in a career and being a single mom of like two kids that young with no help and then me like if I compare which sometimes it's hard not to do then it's like easy for me to be like wow where am I right now in my life you know like I could never have children right now like but then you have to remind yourself that comparison is a thief of joy (laughs) thank you Dr. Phil (laughs) That is some doctor for for sure. As much as I would like to be like, my parents don't know a lot and they don't understand a lot. 
I look, and my parents are significantly older than Mine still don't understand a lot. But I'm like, dude, they went through shit. Yeah. Like, we go through our own shit and are living life in our own way at this point. But yeah, dude, I find myself comparing to my parents a lot, and I ask them a lot, too. I'm like, what were you doing at my age? And they say things, and I'm like, well, fuck. I'm not even (laughs) close to that. That's how I feel, dude. (laughs) So it's really like... Am I more of this and less of this? Are they, you know... I think it's hard to say and it's hard to compare because the times are so different. It's completely different. The opportunities are completely different. 20 years ago when your mom was 20, I don't don't even... The world was so different. I also think that, like, right currently, like, our generation's kind of getting to this point where, like, you know, there's the people that are, like gonna advocate the fucking hustle culture the grind culture like let's you know be entrepreneurs and let's fucking grind and like 60 hour work weeks like work never stops but there's also the other side it's saying like i don't really want to do that i think that a lot of people are experiencing like even burnout you know and i think covid has shown that to a lot of people in our age range that they were burned out or just unhappy with what they were doing. And I feel like we fight with both. Because I'm like, yeah, I want to fucking hustle. Yeah. And I want to be on top. And I want to be this young person that makes all these moves and can make like, this money. And, goals. Yeah, and... and do all these things. But I'm like, I also want to be this fairy I in the woods enjoy that does nothing. Enjoy <laughs> life. Totally. I'm I don't like... want to, like, compl- always be so stressing out, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm, like, navigating right now, too, especially with, like, school and everything, like, how I want my life to look later. Career-wise, I'm, like, I don't really want to be fucking grinding my, like, slaving my ass off. Like, I want to do something where I feel like I'm, you know, helping people and I feel good about that and I'm being of service and... Then I also have the time and the finances to be able to, like, enjoy my hobbies or, like, you know, take a vacation if I want. I find myself really wanting to, like, serve humanity in a way. Yeah. And, like, bring that connection and stuff and, like, in a really good way. Yeah. And even when I do take these breaks and stuff, it almost, like, connects to that part anyways. Because then I'm like, oh, but I can bring what I've learned here of taking a break. And of being, like, with nature or whatever. I can bring that back to these other people and tell them how important this is. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's even just part of it. True. You know? My dad is very much that grind. I mean, he works, you know, he was working, like, 70-hour work weeks when we were kids. And he still, I feel like, works close to maybe 50 hours, 60 hours some weeks. My grandma's retired and she's doing overnight shifts, like still working it's at a crisis center so she answers like people calling in crisis but it's like she works overnight and she still working she doesn't have to well my dad was like well what else am i gonna do and i was like well enjoy like life like what do you want to do and he was like well i don't know and i'm like that's what scares me yeah i don't want to get to a point where i you're giving your life away to... I'm like, well, I have to work because I don't even know what I enjoy. Yeah. And I feel like that saying, 
what is it like if you love what you do you don't work a day in your life yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah that like really resonates because i'm like well that would be really cool totally i don't think he feels that way because yeah. he's like the director of operations of something so yeah like, you can't mm, you're telling me that you just like love to do love it. that <laughs> No, I know. I'm like, maybe, oh. but like, it doesn't seem like it from here. Totally. But I'm like, okay, if I get to that point where I, you know, like, I would really love to run a psychedelic therapy yeah. retreat. That would space. be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. And then I don't know if I would feel the need to take breaks as often or retire as early because you care I would be deeply like, about your work yeah i would that's be like, oh i fucking I, dig this 100 percent with you girl like that's my biggest fear is like getting into something if my heart's not in it like i'm just gonna start resenting it like, well, and i think that's a huge it. thing with our generation yeah which is why we have such a hard time with jobs mm-hmm even at the place that we fucking God. worked together, dude. That's I'm when like, I first noticed. I was like, damn, like, this is not going to go away, this feeling that I have about this job. I'm probably going to feel this again in the future. It hasn't. About another job that doesn't hold any deeper fulfillment for me. So it's like, I get the whole, like, oh, your job's just a means to, like, you know, give you the life that you want. Right. But and, it's like, like, you can go in there being like, I just go here to make money. But that's spending half of your life. I mean, we already it's spend a lot of time. You already spend like twenty five years of your life sleeping. So then you have the leftover, and half of that is working. So it's and like it's not just like so. Jade and I were servers at the same restaurant. Just to give a little background here. Yes. So especially with serving, it's not like you get off of work and you just go home and go to bed. No. <laughs> it's not just a forty hour work week. No. That's not what it is. Like. You get off work and you come home and you decompress for like two fucking hours, if uh -huh. not more. Yep. And then you're like, okay, now I feel like I'm probably able to eat. Yeah. Because I've digested everything that's happened through the day. Mm -hmm. And then you eat and then you, you know, are digesting and eating and whatever. And so then you're taking that time and then you go to bed. So it's not just like a, people are like, I'm only spending 40 hours at work. And I'm like, but it's not just 40 hours of yeah. your life. That's not what it is. Because, it, because, I mean, most of the time it's going to, like, leave with you once you're clocked out. You even know? when I wasn't a server, dude. Like, I thought about work a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I worked at a substance use clinic. And even after work, like, my coworkers and I would text about the shift. Yeah. And, like, text about whatever was happening the next day. Like, it wasn't, like... Oh, I clocked out and now I'm over and done with work. Yep. So it's not just like, you're only spending 40 hours a week there because that makes it sound so easy. And but you're I... like, that's not what's actually happening. No. <laughs> no, so many hours go into like planning going to work and getting yourself in the right mindset for work and, you know. Oh, dude, prepping for work. Mentally preparing huge. and like socializing and just That's being like that another person. thing I feel like the Letting older go... generations don't get. My dad's like, just go to work. And I'm like, do you have any idea how hard that is? I don't want to. I'm like, I have to put on personality seven Literally. math for work right now. It's and just I am in personality dude. three. I don't have. Especially when you know you're just being treated like a fucking puppet, honestly. Like, your opinion doesn't matter. 
and it's just being aware of that and being like if you have something in you that just you hate like I don't I did not like to follow the rules of my parents especially growing not up not a rule follower hated being told what to do so I have this inner angst <laughs> about working and it's like I don't I don't want to have to feel that in a job eventually. I want to actually really, you know, feel like I'm catering to something, like, bigger than me. And yeah. it's, like, making me feel warm and fuzzy and I'm helping, you know. So. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> big But it's, like, which, which big way? Big because, For like, real. <laughs> God damn. Like, it's, like, how do you get more clear on that? Because that's pretty big. It's hard, dude. I know. And, like... And then there's money. It's money. Yeah. It's, it's money. That's a big... And my parents bring that up all factor. the time, especially now that I live with them. That is, like, every time I talk about the place that we worked at, because I'm not going to say it yet. Don't. Don't I'm not going to say it. But they're like, but it's good money. And I'm like, but that's no money. But yeah. Is it, it worth your, you wasting your free time outside of work because you're trying to recover from the bullshit. the actual work? Is the money because worth the that? Because the starving isn't the problem. It's it's the political bullshit that happens behind. dude. <laughs> yes. The micromanaging. The egotistical men that have not done this job a day in their life, but they want to act like, you know, CEO. I get that. I just also don't like being told what to do by men. I really don't either. And Hate we it. Definitely get into that. Hate at it. At some point. Unless I feel completely respected by you, which is very rare. And like we're having maybe like hot sex and you tell me what to do. Ooh, that's but, different. That's. But you know. That's only if I let you. We just saying. <laughs> just saying. But back to. Back the to purpose the... of what we were talking about. <laughs> the subject. <laughs> um, okay, living with the parents. I mean, especially even, like, talking about just, like, the mental stressors of work and such. Like, what living with your parents mentally, like, in a mental health and mental illness sort of realm. Yeah. Has it done for you? Are there, like, triggers? Are you, like, feeling more depressed? Are you feeling... Like, what's going on there? So, I feel like with the mental health, there's a lot of things that play into my, like, episodes that happen. Typically, it would be, you know, it would stem from, like, going out and getting really fucked up. And then just being in a rut for, like, four days after that. And then that would kind of happen a lot. And so... My mom obviously took note to that, and it has been helpful because it, when I lived by myself, I it was really easy to not pull myself out of that. Oh, it's been, like, helpful. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Surprisingly. She's just very, like, patient with me in my mental health, which is, like, not how it was growing up at all. My mom was not emotionally available to me as a child, as her oh, firstborn. Dude. I feel that. So, um, I was thrown to, like, therapists. How many siblings do you have? Three? Or two? Three, two. Two. And I'm okay. the oldest. But yeah, you know, I was thrown to, like, therapists <laughs> in high school, and because I was two. caught smoking weed, and then I had to get drug tested every week because of that, and then 
Uh, she just didn't know how to handle my hormones. So I was put on like antidepressants at like 16 and like... Holy shit. Yeah, it was just, you know, she didn't know how to deal with my emotions. And so now I've kind of taught her how to interact with me and well, how and she I... was only what, like 30? 30s, yeah. Shit, dude. And also had just had a baby too, you know, my little sister. So it's like, <laughs> I get it. I get not having a lot of... <laughs> You know, but at the same time, you're like, dude, I was a kid. I was a child. For and like, sure. you were supposed to be that emotionally available person for me mm -hmm. and hold that space that you needed. I feel like if I were to have that space back then, like growing up, it would have looked a lot different now. Yeah. If I was able to freely express my emotions growing up. I feel that. But you live and you learn, and now I'm, like, teaching my mom now. I'm shocked by it because I didn't think we would get to this point ever, honestly. And now it's just, like, she really does meet me where I'm at without judgment a lot of the time, which I'm grateful for because I know that's not the case for a lot of people and their parent dynamics. Me and my mom have, like, a hard time, like, meeting there because I... Like, I feel like she has a lot of the same understanding and, like, emotions that I do, but she has a, a very hard time, like, letting go. And as much as she might understand it on, like, a very cognitive level, it's not reaching that deeper level. Mm. Like, she's she's like, I understand it and I can intellectualize what you're saying, but it's not actually hitting a not point of like you're empathizing with it yeah like i'm like this isn't like sticking with you yeah and you're not quite this isn't hitting as deep as how you're yeah like it. i'm like i know you hear what i'm saying but it's like you're not i don't even know how to explain it like you're, the you're... emotional capacity to grasp it isn't quite there yeah i feel like sometimes she's like scared to get it's probably just comes back to vulnerability i'm sure i think that our parents and like just that generation also vulnerability is like a huge thing oh yeah that they're afraid of it's like a very scary scary thing oh yeah to let your true colors show they're very i think they are very scared of it yeah and i and i do think that my parents as well would be very open to even admitting that yeah well, like it is they, scary. I think they just would tell you, human. yeah. They would be like, "I don't know how to even deal with that." And yeah. I'm like, therapy. Yeah. Go to. Oh, therapy. it's so good to get. And they're like, "Nope." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> lean into your fear, baby." Yeah. book. Come on. <laughs> and it's so funny because my parents will be like, "We're not going. Like, we don't want to deal with this shit. Or like, we're not going. To we don't want to open that box. We're gonna be dead soon. Whatever." And I'm like, "You are sixty, and you're just like." I'm like, you could live for, like, 40 more years. <laughs> I'm like, it's not like you're going to be dead in five no. years. Statistically speaking, I'm like, you guys, they're so healthy, just well-rounded people. So I'm like, you could literally be living for, like, 40 more years. Probably. You're telling me you don't want to go to therapy for, like, maybe just, like, a year yeah. for yourself? Because their argument a lot of the time is, like, we've been to therapy. And I'm like... You've been to therapy for your kids. Yeah. Like, they've gone through a series of group support type of therapy for my brother. Because yeah. he's, like, they had to deal with a lot of that. And I'm, like, 
that's different than going to therapy for yourself. For your personal well-being, you know, and for yourself. Like and my that. mom went to therapy a long, long time ago before her and my dad got married. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. But I'm like, so it's been 30 years. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to maybe like check back in? Yeah. And like see what's going on? Because uh-huh. like now your kids have moved out and like you've been married for 30 years. And I just, it, it's it, it, bums, chapter. it bums me out that this gener that that generation is like scared to explore themselves. Yeah, the vulnerable parts. Yeah. And I think that they're learning, you know? They just have to be more aware to the magic that we do find when you, like, go within and, like, when you do have those therapy sessions that you didn't think that you needed, but then you do have them and you're like, damn, I've been needing that for a hot minute. So then you're like, oh, shit, how have I been projecting that onto everything else in my life you know that's it's all it's all related that's what i feel like it opens up a lot it's like totally it's just a lot it just shows you just how are you impacting not just yourself but like everything around you and those people around you totally yeah and that you're not you might not have been aware of you know because you're not dealing with what's underneath or looking at it i don't want to like bash because again like i understand that they went through their own shit and they have also grown up in a different world and they received majorly different messages than we have completely different a hundred percent like dude like perspective completely i can't even i can't even i don't know i don't know i can't imagine really from the stories that i've heard and like thing the way that they act i'm like holy shit you must have been stories pushed down like seriously suppressed in that shit a lot of them are like well this is the way that I am. Mm-hmm. And my life is fine. Yeah. So why would I... Why would, why would why I, would I Yeah. That? Why am I going to go to therapy? Why am I going to even try to make any sort of change? Because I'm fine with the way that it is. And, like, the person that I'm with is fine with it. And we're just... It's fine. It's fine. I'm like, yeah, it could no. Be and that's... A little better. I mean, ignorance is bliss in that situation. It, like, if truly, that's how you want to be... Truly. Then that's how you want to be. For sure. As your daughter who's living with you, sometimes I, like, watch them interact and I tell them this. And they listen to this, so this is not, like, a fucking secret. But, like, I tell them this. Like, I'm like, y'all are nuts. I'm like, what is happening here? Wait, why? Can you give me an example? Just, like, the way they interact sometimes is hilarious. Like, it's it's just, I don't even know if I could give, like, a great example. Like... A couple months ago during the summer, they were trying to figure out where this leak was coming from. From There was like, there's this window over here. I think I know what you're getting to. And there was a leak over here. And it was just hilarious to watch how they communicated with each other about it. And one night I'm sitting outside and I'm eating dinner and they come outside and my mom, I don't even remember the whole thing, but somebody had a ladder. And there was this whole communication about, like, the ladder and how it was and how it needed to be and how getting up on the roof was dangerous. And it was just, like, this whole conversation about shit that I was like, oh, my God. Why are you talking about that? And it wasn't even, like, what they were talking about. It was, like, how they were talking about it to each other was, like, they were trying really hard not to push the other one's button. Uh Uh-huh. 
but like they were both clearly so very frustrated with each other and i was like what the fuck kind of communication is this i was like this is so awkward like it was so awkward oh yeah i was like why don't you say what you mean like say what you mean like what is going on like it's just hilarious because they like there's so much respect for each other in that and like in every conversation that they have (laughs) and i can see it so much yeah but at some point, I'm like, why don't you guys just tell each other, like, how it is? Say what you like, feel. Like, bitch, say what you being chest. crazy or, like, dude, you're being an asshole. Yeah. Like, just say it instead of this, like, weird, like, roundabout, passive-aggressive shit that's going on. Yeah. And, like, just communicate like a normal human. But to them, that's more normal. That is more normal to them, yeah. Like, even my mom telling me that she's, like, listen to my show and she's like, why do you talk like that? And I'm like, what do you mean? talk like what she's like you like cuss a lot and you sound like very casual and i'm like because that's how people talk yeah it's how you generally unfiltered communication yeah like it's just hard it's just hilarious because they communicate in such a different way and i'm like okay we don't need all this fluffery in the middle i'm like could you just i think we're tired of that as we're tired of that personally me like if i go out and i can't have if i'm around people and I'm, we're just talking about surface level like vapid shit i could care less like it i need to get down to the nitty gritty with people and to be able to connect over like deeper shit or else it's like why am i here you know like i want to learn no. from others but i want to learn from people talking about real meaningful shit that's how i feel I feel more uncomfortable with surface level than I do talking about, like, your deepest, darkest shit that's going on. Same here. And I think a lot of people feel that way now because we understand that, like, we can feel the difference between when someone's just being surface level and maybe not fake, but just, like, clearly not what they want to be. Especially when it's, like, people you trust. Like, why can't you be honest? You know, I think that that is the best place to come from is like being just fucking real and authentic about what's up. Yeah, well, it's what's on your heart. Yeah, what's really going on? My parents don't like to do that. No, I mean that's kind (laughs) of they get uncomfortable with that. That's kind of how my uh, stepdad is too. But uh, my mom's not like the most emotional person either. So it's like I very much have to like remind myself not to lead with my emotions often because i am a more emotional person but um oh i'm hugely emotionally expressive yeah and it's very scary to the people that aren't okay with it i know because they were taught to control a lot of that i know like it shouldn't and it's like nope i don't want i'm not going to be made to feel small because i am expressing my emotions and feelings about you know, like generational traumas. Uh huh. Have you seen that since you've been living there? Like, have you seen how that's come through with you? Yes, I would say so. Just watching her and my stepdad more so interact. Um, because I know my mom definitely has like a more masculine side to her for sure. But I do see her kind of like playing small around my Mm. stepdad where like when i view it i'm like why would you do that like i wouldn't i wouldn't let him 
talk to me like that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's generational because I know that my grandma like went through a lot of unhealthy male relationships where she also kind of quieted her voice a lot of the time and like played small. And so I can see how that could act out, but I'm like very aware that I don't want that. Yeah. So um, I just observe and I'm like, okay, you know, but I have seen them go. They have reached a point in their marriage, my stepdad and my mom, where it does look very healthy now compared to what it used to be when I was younger. I get it though, you know, because like you are kind of programmed as a child depending on like how you're brought up and what you're told like you learn their fears you do yeah you learn because their their fears were learned from these fears Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. yeah. so i get that i think that for me and my family definitely alcohol and like abusive men i think has been a common theme in my uh in my like generational trauma um and then I, I think that that I've seen, you know, my grandpa has always told me, like, your grandma had such low confidence, like, all her life. And, like, they have a beautiful, beautiful partnership. <laughs> They're, like, my goals. Um, but she has been with a lot of abusive men, you know, when she was really young. And so we actually have never talked to my grandma about that. But I would love to know more how that affected her. Um and then same yeah, with my I mom, I know you know, I think that my family, like the women just really wanted to put a lot of their worth into the, the man that they were with or like the man that was giving them attention, which yeah. is sad. And I feel like that's like a really common. I think that is super there. common. Yeah. yeah. I think that's extremely common. And just, yeah. Shitty. Yeah. But, I mean, you can learn a lot from that generational trauma because, like, yeah, it does teach you a lot from, you can learn a lot from people's shit, like, what they've gone through and their pain and how you want to be treated and how, like, the experiences that you want to have going forward. And it's, like, hard, I feel like, sometimes with my parents, like, I see how my mom, like, or my dad, like, want me to be, and they are, they are so much, like, working on this. Like, they, I think, have a clear understanding that it is very different at this point, but there is still that, like, understanding of wanting to be how they wanted to be, sort of. Like, even the other day, my mom and I were on a walk, and she asked about, like, my plan, like, what was my five-year plan or something and she was like I know I had barely come up with like a plug so like I don't even know but she was asking like she was like so what about like marriage and kids like do you do you see that and I was like at the time like I was kind of like why is she fucking asking me about this like I have no idea and I'm like oh because like that was so much a part of like your generation and like the culture that was yeah that was expected of you yeah and Yeah, I just, like, it's hard to understand because I, again, go, it goes back to this idea of, like, our parents, mine especially, I I feel like, I don't know as much as with yours, but they try and 
keep a lot from me, I feel like, in, like, a protective way, mm-hmm. which I like understand. Just, like, more, like, they don't want to explain what happened to them mm. because they don't feel like it's, they okay. don't feel like it's relevant. So they don't want to talk about it. But I'm like, do you not understand that the things that happened to you, you guys then pushed on maybe a little bit to us. Yeah. So understanding that more would give me more insight as to why I feel anxious to do these certain things or live a certain way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because since living with them, like, they're so funny because they're like, why, you know, not that they've said this in so many words, but they're like, why are you like this? <laughs> they're like, what the fuck I is wish wrong with you? Like, I wish I what knew. happened? And I'm kind of <laughs> looking at them like, you. I'm like, <laughs> I lived with you for 18 years. You guys were my only adult influence you made this you made this and the world around me made this and the world around (laughs) me had a huge impact so i'm like totally but there is this very much like 50 50 kind of like if you're home a lot and like your parents do have that influence on you as a child it like it's just gonna have a huge influence at the end of the day and like it's just funny that they seem to think or want to understand why I am the way I am. And I'm sitting here looking at them and watching how they interact and their behaviors. And I'm like, that, that's, do you see this? I'm like, is anyone else watching this right now? the connection? It's like a live TV show. Like, I'm like, is anyone else watching this right now? <laughs> Does anyone else see how that directly correlates with my behaviors? Like, With generational trauma, I will say I have noticed it. That alcohol has been, like, definitely a theme in my family. Um, Yeah, mine too. Like, a big one. Big too. My dad's an alcoholic. His dad, also an alcoholic. Um, My uncle, he has been sober for, like, seven, eight years or something. Okay, that's awesome. Um, Because I had this conversation with my grandma on the phone about my, like, own recovery journey. And so she told me that about my uncle. I think my dad still drinks. Um, Yeah, I know that that has trickled, trickled down the family line. So I know that, you know, even on my, my stepdad's side, he also had a, he's a recovered addict. So, and my grandpa doesn't drink because he was an alcoholic. Like it's everywhere. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. So my grandpa just makes edibles. And plays video games now. Gets that's so high. Cute. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Like, well, that's not hurting anyone. No. You go off. Go off, King. So the last question I have to ask of you. With your parents living with them, have you seen any like influence on their freedoms and how they've reacted to you living there? I don't think so. I think a lot of the time they want me to be more present around them. I kind of just go off and like stay in my area, my zone, you know, and they're like, you should come hang out more and do these family things more with us. So I think that they also aren't super like lovey-dovey, my parents. So whatever they do is their own. My mom just got her uterus taken out. So 
They can't be doing all that right now. I don't think I really affected their freedom. I think that they just more so, maybe in the sense that they feel like they have to keep more tabs on my well-being and my mental health. That probably takes away from the freedom they had before. But I just want to let them know, like, I'm continuing every day to try more and to, uh, you know, get better with adulting and regulating my emotions. And, like, this is a chapter, you know? So, like, I don't think there should be shame about, like, living with your parents at this age. Especially now. In other cultures and other countries, it's, like, completely normal to be with with their family. Families until until they, they like, married. Yep. Till they get married. Yeah. Which we're not doing that, but... No. So, I say let's not, like, judge people for their circumstances or, you know, if they are staying with family at whatever age. Okay, like, let's think about the content of their character. It's a... It's a... A means to an end, like yeah, I said earlier. Yeah, it's very temporary. Like, yeah. So, yeah, we didn't even get into how this has affected you sexually at all. Oh, God. We might have to do, like, a part two, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Because the sexual part is huge. Yeah. Like, dating. We have to do a part two for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do a part two on that because, yeah, the dating and the sexual life and living with your parents, especially after being an adult for a while, Uh is... Navigating that is strange. It's so strange. I can't have people over here. No. No. I'm not having and people back the to the one this time house. I did, I'm getting questioned by all the time by my stepdad. And I'm like, bro. He's like, oh, your boyfriend? I'm like, no. <laughs> We're going to hopefully co-host a show. So look out for Jade and I. We are on the prowl for think, doing more with this. And yeah, I think we should. Yeah. We're gonna. We're special in our own way. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on the show, Jane. Thanks we'll, for having me. We'll and see you next time. Yeah. There will be a next time. So. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope that was as entertaining for you as it was for us while we recorded that. We did have over two hours worth of conversation recorded, so getting it cut down to less than an hour was such a fun entertaining challenge to have to really listen to that conversation over and over again i really hope you guys enjoyed it i can't wait to have jade back on the show but there's that for you